when did you fall in love with like women in hip hop? that you just heard is Fuck Boy by the one, the only, the baddest, Trina. And we actually have a guest today whose yes. pick that was. Today we have Alicia White with us. And Brie, this, okay. is, um, a, this, is, this is a friend of yours. Uh, so yes. why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? Yes. And to clarify, Brianna's bestest friend. Right, right, right. I'm gonna read this bio like I don't know her, but anyway. <laughs> All right, so Alicia White is a senior advertising strategist at the Black owned Culture First agency Obsidian Works. She specializes in all things fashion, beauty, lifestyle, and wellness, working with clients such as Maybelline New York, Target. Fetch, Amazon, Apple Fitness Plus, Hennessy, Hugo Boss, Timberland, and more. Her real passion is in beauty and wellness and uses her educated educational background in journalism, women and gender studies, and multicultural studies to push the narrative that beauty is a form of activism and that it's the right that often treated like a privilege. In her spare time, she's an active walker and is currently training for the Brooklyn Marathon. Her Not to song. cut you off, but I absolutely love that because I'm training for the LA Marathon and it's what? my it's my first full marathon. So when I read that, I was like, okay, girl, like, oh my I God, love this. <laughs> we got to straight like some training tips. I like this. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, also her newfound hobby is curating playlists and she's in the process of teaching herself how to DJ under the self-proclaimed title, DJ Off the Leash. Alicia believes that female rap is exactly what the world needs right now. Women being loud and proud about their sexuality, beauty, and hustler mentality. The future has been female. The rest of the world is just catching up. So, without further ado, this is Alicia White. Period. Hi, That was quite a bio. Quite a bio. Thank you. Can't you, can't you tell she's a strategist? Like, just oh, the way 100%. That was the way that was written? Are you kidding me? I'm like, oh, she does this. Like, no, for real, you. for real. Um, I was but, nervous. I read it on the train this morning. I was like, I don't know if this is right, so I'm going to just say Do we good, seem so. like professional type of people? We will come out here and say any goddamn thing. Trust me, nothing is, nothing's too good for us listen alicia um, was like can i cuss on here like, <laughs> say, like i would be offended if you didn't i know i was like it'll be it'll be fine i'm sure you'll be okay you know what's so funny is i texted my parents in my group chat before this and i was like y'all i'm so excited i'm gonna be on brianna's podcast like, i was so and my mom was like okay well send us the link when it's out and i said no 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 it's not censored so <laughs> it's like i'll send you the highlights real quick no thank you <laughs> yeah we do not censor i tell my mom not to listen so, <laughs> same, same, same. Um, oh my God! Happy Black History Month! Yes, Black History Black, Black. First Black History Month. Uh, first day of Black History Month. Beyonce has announced the tour, and you know, had me stressed out this morning. But you know what? It's whatever with whoever. I didn't pay rent. I'm got. I gotta save it until after the pre-sale starts on Monday and see what it's looking I'm like. Weak. Okay, yeah. and my department doesn't take out the rent money for like four days. Like it usually right. takes a minute. So I'm like, right. if Beyonce comes first, you all understand. You've you heard the understand. walls. You've heard Renaissance on loop. You understand you what's happening. Understand. But let's talk about this 
intro song. So it's Fuckboy by Trina. And it's like, this is like a song from like 2014. So tell me like, uh, what like made you choose this as the like intro song? Oh gosh, oh, so many things. So <laughs> one, it is on my Bad Bitches Only playlist. And so I'm having- As it should be, as it exactly. should be. <laughs> so I'm having a moment. So I was working out and it came on and I was like, this is a song because I just mm-hmm. feel like, honestly, it needs to be said more. It needs to resurface. Yes. It's like, you a fuck boy, just to be very clear. Let's yeah. put it out the right. girl. Pussy nigga lucky I ain't fuck his friend. Thank like, you. Come and on, lucky. Lucky. Come you don't understand. Because she could have. So, and did. That's the crazy part. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So I just feel like I'm in this moment now and I'm I'm in like, by our friend Alexandra is calling it my pop star era, but I'm just Good. like here and I'm in my moment of like, fuck y'all niggas. Like I'm real, I'm a bad real. bitch. We're gonna move forward at all times. So however you're gonna behave, we're gonna move forward. That. I love it when women come into that. You know, I love like I mm-hmm. champion not only women having a hoe phase, but women just having a phase where it's just like fuck niggas get money. You know what I mean? Period. Like and I know Brianna like you're booed up and whatever, and that's fine. We support that. But <laughs> <laughs> no, we love you. That's bestie. That's bestie. That's what we you don't support. Say. We support that. We support you know, that. I'm gonna be on mute. But but I love that, and I love Trina, and I think, uh, like I said, time and time and time and time again on this podcast, she's a legend. Not just like and should be mentioned among the legends, and often Absolutely. she is left mm-hmm. out of that conversation. So I love it when people always bring it back, and it's like, oh no, Trina really does this shit, and she has been. Remember, she was like one of the first people who said uh, she stick from the cornbread and the cabbage. Like, come on. Come on. Like, we've been been doing this shit, okay? She wrote the recipe. Wrote it. Wrote it. (laughs) Come on. Like, OG city girl. You know what I mean? No, for real. For real. For real. real. Um, So, how's it going, guys? Besides Beyonce's tour, what else is up in our lives? Before we jump into some hot topics, what's going on? You know, We're so happy to have a guest on. Yeah, honestly, how are you, I'm just Alicia? happy. Yeah, tell how are us you, a little Alicia? bit. Tell, tell, Thank tell you. our listeners a little bit of something. What's going on with you? Oh, what's going on with me? So I just came off of my Glorilla cleanse. Uh, you know, shout out to Gloria Hallelujah. I did my 60 days. <laughs> Gloria Hallelujah. And... We have the same last name. Gloria Hallelujah Woods. Are we related? Is she giving cousin? Possibly. Thank bad bitches link up period <laughs> but so i have my little 60 days i am on i'm day two out i think day two okay. or three day out. two out yeah <laughs> third day out here and it's been great <laughs> i did no instagram no boys no dating like wow. period and then no processed sweets all i could have was like fruit oats like natural peanut butter how was and, it how do you feel so good i i just needed a hard reset mm. and mm. i feel like i am coming back so much stronger and kind of my mm. mantra throughout that like I, I gotta grow up i gotta grow up and like mm. i guess in kind of putting my search of love on pause i was able Ooh. to experience all the different forms now of love that already existed around me Let's go. and it was like the most beautiful thing like it's like and i genuinely feel like i'm in a place i'm like this is the happiest i have been in like my adult life so I yeah know, you're glowing so, thank, thank you, you. you shout out to gloria hallelujah shout out to my girl that bitch a testimony always possibly my cousin we don't know we're gonna investigate but uh what about you Bree? how are you how's it going things are good things are good just been enjoying being in my home yeah i I feel like i've been such a cancer recently i'm just like oh my gosh like yes like you're alive and a real person he's like 
yes like leave me alone now but <laughs> no things are good things are good um I'm not much to report it's just been back on my workout grind and like getting my mental and physical health back in, yes. into shape so that's kind of where I'm at what about you Mara? I love that honestly I've been like sort of on the same thing that Alicia's on you know mm-hmm. like I'm just trying to like reset right now like I'm re like vamping my apartment and okay. just like really trying to set new habits and wow I'm we might really for- be like besties bro I'm gonna kick to the curb because we're really on the same wavelength wow. right now we're really like I'm redecorated all right this is like- over okay <laughs> I love it I love it but you know honestly I've been like very chill hibernating in January because like yeah. I, my birthday was in December I pretty much was out all month and I was like I actually need a little bit of a break so I took that and now it's February and I'm ready to go back outside I'm ready get to it. get back out in the streets um, I'm ready for and, rooftop season for it to be like hotter oh God, again because yeah. it's really... cold it's cold here too so mind I'm you like... Mariah's in LA Please I just so want to just say I just want to preface that she's in LA, so she's so for real. There's cold. snow on the ground. So shut the hell up. There's literal <laughs> snow in Brooklyn, USA. Please be so for but real. Wait, but wait, it was cold this morning. I had to like put on an actual like coat. Like wait, I pulled on my, I pulled on my, I pulled on my like fur and I had to put it on. I was so freezing this morning. It was like 41 degrees. I was like, die. I was like, I'm gonna die out here. I'm gonna freeze to death. So. <laughs> Uh, and mind you, I'm from Chicago, so oh, I should okay, really okay, be used to this shit. But you know, I'm yeah. not. Anyway, let's get into my topics. All right, where do you want to start? Ciao. You know what? I think we should just start with like you know. What? Let's start with some good things. Let's start with okay. some good things. Okay. So Missy Elliott is the first ever female rapper mm-hmm. to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now this was announced today. Like, that Mm -hmm. Missy Elliott might be, I believe it's her and also a Tribe Called Quest, might be getting entered into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. That's dope. And if Missy Missy gets in, first of all, there aren't that many rappers that are inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, period. But there Mm -hmm. are no women at all. No female rappers. And I feel like if there was gonna be a first, it was gonna be her. It was always gonna be Missy. It was never gonna be Mm -hmm. There's no much respect. Yes. I love her, love her so much. And I feel like now she's been getting like all the recognition and the flowers and things that she went so many mm-hmm. years without getting, right. without getting. So I'm really happy for her. That's really exciting. And I do hope that she gets it because like who else deserves it? Yeah, I was about to say, no, I'm, I'm really happy for her. And like, this would be a big win for female community in general. Yes, so, we need some of that. We need, we some, need of that. some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In other... Good news. Um, Lotto is going to be receiving uh, mm. the Powerhouse Award at the Billboard uh, Billboard's 2023 Women in Music event. This is the thing that they do every year. Like, you know how, like, I think Doja Cat won it last year. Megan has won it. Nikki has won this award. Dochi mm. is also going to receive the Rising Star Award. And mm. I feel like this is, like, a little bit of foreshadowing of, like, like what Dochi... I feel like she's going to have a really good 2023. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. I feel like Dochi is one of those people who kind of like she's lived in like a subculture. 
yeah. for so long. Mm-hmm. Mama, and I feel like now she's getting more and more features and her name yeah, is yeah. coming to the forefront and it's no longer just like the underground, like, oh, you got to listen. Like people know her name. Yeah. So I definitely can see. I think 2023 is definitely going to be a big year, but I fear it might be in the latter half of the year. Just mm-hmm. like so much is happening in the upfront, all these big names are coming out. There's all these tours and all this right. stuff. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's yeah, going to be a slow burn, but I think in the end, people are going to be like, "Yeah, they fucked I, her." I think by the time mm-hmm. festival season rolls around, I feel like we're going to really see her yeah. shine because that True. was what that was a really big time for her last year. Was when mm-hmm. it was like during festival season, and I think that's kind of like what pushed TDE to sign her. She said was when mm-hmm. she performed at Coachella with Isaiah Rashad. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'm I'm really excited about this. Uh, yeah. I think Lotto getting her flowers as well because they've been attacking my girl out in the streets, and I've been having to like defend her. Like, uh-uh, get, get behind me, get behind me, because y'all not yeah. gonna jump her. Y'all yeah. not gonna yeah. jump her. It's okay. quite ridiculous. Again, battle of the it's light skins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're, They're not, not having a good run. They're oh, not. It's not. It's, it's not fun. It's been a real it's a rough lie. like four hundred years. Maybe it's been on board. Stupid, you're stupid. <laughs> no, They're but like, <laughs> but no, no. I'm happy that Lotto's getting this award, though, um, especially amongst the the outside chaos that's going on. Hell yeah! But, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this should be good. I think this is just like um, bringing in like the same energy that she had from like 2022 of like right. she had a great start yes. and like she had a stellar year last year. So I think that like this Incredible. will be just like keeping the ball rolling. Incredible. And while we're on the subject of Lotto, I don't even know, like, I don't even think this is a thing. So I don't want to make it into a thing. Okay. But this whole, this whole tweet and delete about Coyle Ray, like, mm-hmm. she, so Lotto had tweeted something and it was like, really like, I don't even know what, like, I don't, I don't even know if this is real because only one, like, it's, it's, I think she tweeted it and deleted it because Coyle Ray had done an interview because the, remember there was that whole time where a bunch of Lotto's music got leaked mm-hmm. and um, one of the songs that got leaked was something that was a reference track for Blake Blick, which was mm-hmm. the song that Coyle Ray mm-hmm. released. And so then everybody was talking shit about Coyle Ray, like, oh, you don't, you don't write your own music, this and that. And so Coyle Ray got asked about it in an interview as you should have known somebody was going to ask her about it. Like, right. and, and she was essentially like, you know what, in the most respectful way, like, I know I've only been out here for a couple of years, but like, believe me, I can write my own shit. I can hold my own with any of these bitches and anything mm-hmm. like that. And like, in the way that she said it, it didn't seem rude to me. It just seems mm-hmm. like she's like, yeah, I, I can hold my own. Like, I'm a worthy competitor for these women. Right. But right. I think that the way that the internet took it is oh she's like she's challenging you Lotto like you gotta you gotta you gotta come back you gotta come back and say some shit so then Lotto tweeted something that was along mm-hmm. the lines of like bitch like don't don't even get me started don't have me releasing this and that from the studio da, 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 alluding to the fact that Quillery doesn't write her own raps she's like you only big on TikTok with that one song don't get your head like it was it was something like that yeah mm-hmm. and then it just kind of went away and nobody said anything else about it. Uh, but it was crazy to me because I'm like, there was nothing in what I read from that that seemed disrespectful. Yeah, and what I was like, said. Well, I was going to say, like, even if you think about it, like, on the alternative side from, like, a male perspective, even if that's what she was going after of, like, I can hold my own, like, I'm doing my own thing out here, like, yeah. 
no one would question a man saying that because it's like that comes mm-hmm. with the territory of being exactly. a rapper right of mm-hmm. always exactly. having to claim that you're the best like even though you might know you're not the best like you have to claim it because it's like it's a part of the territory it is. so like even if it was skewed that type of way i mean like why i don't know like you say that in yeah. your songs all the time too like exactly i'm the, best. I'm like, the biggest you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and I feel like they want the rap girls to beef so badly. And oh it's like, God. y'all, this like, is nothing before. new. This like, is literally before. nothing new. We have heard a Beyonce leak of an Ariana Grande song. We have heard so Come many on. versions of other. I literally have, what's the song? Sweetener? Is this yeah. or another one? It's uh, with Rim. Rim, 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 Rim. You're right. I literally have the Beyonce version on my like, phone because you know what I did? I quietly went to YouTube and I downloaded it and put exactly. it on my phone and didn't get exactly. on Twitter and bash Ariana. Exactly. Everybody knows that people send hooks to people. They send songs to people. It's a very common yeah. practice. So it's just one of those things where I'm like, y'all want the girls to be so bad as if not every rapper is probably also being sent a catchy hook. It's like you it don't doesn't think make that, sense. that hook gets sent around to everybody? Right. To like every single one of the rap girls? Like, come on. I thought it was- It got cut. I thought, That's the, it. Whole thing, I thought the whole thing was like super silly. Um, yeah. But she's been getting it from like all sides. Like the ones are trying to make her beef with Ice Spice. Then they got the panty police. They got the panty police. Let's get into the panties because I saw this and I was like, girls, please be so fucking for real. You have to be like, really, you have to be, a hate has to be so deep in your soul, in your like, spirit that you went back weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and said, that bitch is wearing the exact same underwear and let me make fun of her about it. I mean, how much of a hater do you have to be the How much time do you like have? How much time Bro, do you have? And pull out your panty drawer right now and let me see right. every single pair of panties and what's in your laundry basket and what's in the washer right now. Let me see let me everything. tell you one thing. Panties is not cheap, especially not good ones. <laughs> Thank you. So Y'all think Lotto is wearing... Because that's the thing. The girl's upset because they think them and Lotto are wearing the same panties. She's not exactly. wearing the Walmart panties, girl. No, this is lingerie. Come on. <laughs> sorry. Come sorry. On. We can wear the things. The things last when you invest in nice things, it's girls. It's very weird. Say that. Say that. Say and, it's that. Like, and this whole culture of, like, you know, wear something once, and if you get caught wearing something twice, that means you're broke, is the reason that there's all this overconsumption in the world. Mm, you know literally. what I mean? You want to yep. know why... Niggas can jack shit up sky high and why things never last because y'all niggas change our mind every two seconds. Mm-hmm. We can't wear the same mm-hmm. underwear. I'm sorry. If it's if it's a crime to wear a pair of underwear. I was like, twice, arrest me. Arrest me right <laughs> now. Lock me up. Lock me up. <laughs> Take me away. Take me it's away. nuts. <laughs> it, please be eco-friendly, girls. Please. The world is burning. Y'all are worried about the wrong thing. We're, we're worried about the wrong things here. And be right. eco-friendly. fucking dollars right now. A carton of egg costs $8.99. And right. you have two pictures of a one woman that you allegedly hate wearing the same panties, it's you nuts. just not have it. those. That's Go crazy. recycle something and get on LinkedIn. Just please. That's, recycle I mean, something the jobless, and find, seek employment. The jobless ass bitches. The people who just are, just like have nothing going on for them, they will, they will literally find any morsel. And yeah. the problem is, and the problem is, and I don't mean to cut you off, but one thing I do know about Lotto, like I think we all know about Lotto, is like she started doing this when she was like 14. You know, she mm-hmm. was on the rap game. She was on yep. television as a kid and she came up doing this. Do you really think internet trolls are going to scare her? <laughs> right. No, for real. Good. Mm. It's so silly. <laughs> um. Okay, moving on to some good news. So Ice Spice, my 
She has earned her first ever Billboard Hot 100 entry with Gangsta Boo at number 82 and and her EP debuted at number 37 on the Billboard 200 albums chart. Are you fucking kidding me? Nah, I've had a repeat. Constant repeat. Okay? (laughs) She said, I'm thick because I be eating oats. Bitches ain't taking shit from me but notes. Like, Let's keep it a stack. Alicia, what's your favorite song from um, Ice Spice's EP? Honestly, I think it's Princess Diana. Oh, yeah. Because. Classic. There is such, like, I feel like I like her, like, just the very, like, Bronxy kind of attitude that she has. Mm -hmm. And I think there is this moment, like, I think everybody who lives in New York has main character syndrome. Like, you should. You have to. And I think it's something (laughs) to, like, in my hood, I'm like Princess Diana. Because, yeah, you walk in the block and they'll be like, wow, I'm actually going to take out a mortgage for you. If you let me take you out to dinner. (laughs) So you're like, yeah. It's giving icon. (laughs) (laughs) Like, girl, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Like, it gives. Oh, anyway. girl, Godspeed, Godspeed. <laughs> Couldn't be me. I, I'll stay with the nuts and BK. It's okay. <laughs> but it just to me, I just I don't know. I think I'm. I like fun rap. I like yes, rap that feels right. fun. Like I was talking to somebody recently, and I saw this tweet, and they were like, basically, like like a lot of rap isn't doing it for them lately because they mm. just feel like it can be heavy sometimes, and it's yeah. so like bang bang shoot shoot yes. <laughs> music, which i know I is mean, a very listen, childish description bang, but, bang, shoot, shoot, but have you listen in their defense of bang bang shoot shoot uh-huh. have you ever been maybe drunk or okay like, yeah yeah or high <laughs> and then you hear some like re- and i'm from chicago so excuse me if maybe this is just my culture girl if no you- <laughs> i have my friends from chicago trust me <laughs> you just been- i remember one time i was like drunk and i just was like you know what? i really want some ice cream and I was listening to like my Chicago like drill playlist. Mm-hmm. And I just got on one of those little scooters, you know, that they have all around the streets. And I wrote it, I wrote, I was riding it down the street at breakneck speed, you know, because I'm drunk. Um, yeah. like you should uh, you shouldn't ride those when you're drunk, just saying. But I'm listening to this drill and I'm like, oh, I see why niggas do drive-bys now. I'm real high. <laughs> you on your scooter bike. <laughs> You're right? like, I see why I people do drive-bys. I'm you like, hit the I get it. I'm crying. What is my girl's name? Uh, Katie got banned. Katie. 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 <laughs> Katie. <laughs> Katie. Katie. A Chicago legend. I mean, come on. But she is, though. But I totally get what you're saying. We love fun rap here. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 No. No. But her album, like, um, or her EP was, like, really fun. Um. I mean, just like the tracks on there, Munch, Bikini Bottom, like, I don't know, like, she's doing something right now, like, she's she's making rap fun again, like, especially for yeah. music videos, too, it's like, I feel like it's her, like, grabbing her homies, like, so, so much like Glorilla is, like, grabbing yes. her homies and be like, let's just go shoot this real quick and, like, have fun in the city. Yeah. And you know what the thing is, is it's, she's so much, like, herself, like, she's at a fucking bodega, yeah. she's yep. wearing her Telfar like she she is like it's very regional and i always say like rap is best when you lean into that and you're not trying to like Mm. switch to different you know do this and that but she did say she wants to like you know change and grow as an artist and all that adventure into acting and all Mm -hmm. this stuff and like yes i believe you can do that 
But this is one New York ass bitch, and I love that. Yeah, it's like you said, like it feels. I like what you said, like it feels regional. Like I feel like it yes. feels like this is something me and my friends would do. Like if my yes. friends took off right now, this would be us. Yes. And like Brianna knows this, but I'm a Drake hater. Sorry about it, but <laughs> I Listen. like when I see Drake with his homies and like. You know, Turks and Caicos. I'm like, what are y'all doing? This what are you doing there? What are you gentlemen yeah. doing? This is a lot going on. It's very strange. It's just like, okay, there? sure. It's just you all are on vacation. Whereas when I see mm-hmm. Glow and Cardi or I see, yes. you know, ISIS, like it feels like, yeah, that's me and my bitches. We're out. Like, fuck exactly. y'all niggas. We're kicking authentic. it. We're in the streets. It feels like yeah. yeah. Like, you don't have to pay mm-hmm. these people to hang around you and like you know what I mean? Right, the like, love's real. The love yeah, is and not everything has real. to feel aspirational too. Not everything and, has to feel ooh. so written mm. a differently. Every like things can feel relatable. That's, that's the that's, that's the one right there. These are some regular ass bitches, and I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that. Speaking of regular ass bitches, moving up. Asian doll was <laughs> recently in juvie. Please, um, she please. was in juvie. Um, for. <laughs> Please, we're gonna pray for her. We're just gonna continue. Yeah. We, we don't know what to do but pray for Asian doll. But she's really I hope she smiles today. She be having fun though. She be having fun. <laughs> she seems like she's having a great time. Listen. Being a liar. Listen, delusional just- people have the best best <laughs> time. Best. What? Why was I born with common sense? What the fuck? Like <laughs> I could have been having way more fun. Way this more fun. Shit for me. Okay, I still be getting into mess. And I just don't understand. Like, what does it do for me? I need to get like Asian doll and be delusional as fuck. Okay. Bro. One day we're just going to have to go. We're going to have to sit down and just rank all of her outfits. Like we are going to have to sit down and go through and say, and, and play a guessing game of where is Asian doll going? Going. Where is she going? <laughs> where is she going? going? That can be like, what outfit. do you mean? Like the outfit and then the location? Yeah. <laughs> you got to match up. <laughs> and you, it's like you would never guess where she ends up wearing this. You would right. never guess. Um, it's like her going never. to the dentist. No, to meet the queen. Like to- <laughs> Literally. Uh, what else? Is there anything else on here that we want to talk about? Um, let me see. Um, oh, Glorilla's um, interview from yes. The Cut. Oh, that was uh, so good. So I'm excited. Um, yes. I read a little bit, yeah. And I'm excited for her to drop some new music this year. Yes. I'm ready for her to have a strong, you know, Q2 going mm-hmm. into the summer. Like, we need that. But what did you all think of the article? I... Well, you go ahead, Alicia. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, do you want to get into it? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. okay. I loved it because I feel like it felt like Glover. Like it felt like it was telling her story in a very authentic way. And I think they made a really good point talking about burnout because I don't think that we really talk about celebrities and burnout. And I think that like we forget that these are regular ass people. And this is the same as if your friend blew up tomorrow. And even her just like, like even an article, like she had puffy eyes because she was up, you know, for 12 hours the day before doing whatever. And it just felt very real. Like Glorilla has always felt real to me and them talking about burnout and being like, there's nobody else that can do her job. And if you think yeah. about it, yeah. If yeah. Beyonce got sick on the Renaissance tour and she sent her husband out there, I would be like, absolutely not. I'm calling yeah. Blue. We got to figure some of the fuck out. This is yeah. not happening. Yeah. So it's like, she's the only person that can do her job. And, and that's stressful. Mm-hmm. a really that's good true. point of like profiling that. You that's know? stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, we wish the best for her. Do we want the yeah. summer anthem? Hell yeah. Yeah. We want it. We want it. We're moving. I want it. I want F and F part two. Part two. We need something good for the summer. 
I know it's only February. Um, right. So I'm not I'm not gonna rush into it yet. But every year we do a song of the summer episode, and I'm like, okay, so around March, like, uh, I better start hearing some shit I can shake ass to. Okay. Right. Like right. when it's rooftop season, if I ain't heard none yet, we are gonna have to call a meeting. We gotta call a meeting. And we round table. Get, we have to have, we have to have a round table discussion. Okay. Get it together, girls. Get it to get it the fuck together. Um, no, I also really love the article. One, I thought the looks were incredible. Yeah. But I thought, uh, yeah. I, like, I think it's just beautiful to see something like this. She just, mm-hmm. like you said, just seems so genuine and so mm-hmm. happy to be here and so honest and so open. And I love that she just, like, isn't going to sugarcoat that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and that she's really proud of, like, how far she's come. And so for them to even highlight, you know, how she's you know, accepted her own voice and, like, how deep it is mm. and about how she used to, like, run from that. But but now she's, like, accepted it and it's made her, and it's brought, it's taken her to the fucking Grammys. Like, that, to mm-hmm. me, like, it's, like, the sky's the limit. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't right. matter who you are. Like, it really, it could happen here today and then you could be, like, at the Grammys tomorrow. You know what I mean? And I hope she does get to go to the Grammys. Um, Me yeah, too. I hope yeah. she wins. I hope she wins. I really do. Imagine yeah. you're just sitting at your home in Memphis. And, and then, then one day, <laughs> and one then day. one day, you sit next to Beyonce. You sit now. Like, you at the Grammys with Beyonce. Like I would literally lose my mind. I would yeah. start crying. I would like the speech would literally just be like, "Y'all, I'm in the same room as Beyonce. I don't need to say anything the else." Right. Point the camera. Like, point the camera. <laughs> point the, the camera. Her. My God has done enough. The whole speech would be about her. Like let's be fucking for real. Let's be fucking like, can, for real. Can y'all actually leave so I can talk to her? I just need a moment. Like you like, have a Julius, bathroom. Please don't attack me, but I need to say this. I like, gotta say this. I just like, want to just just a, a finger on the shoulder. Just come on, please. I just want to smell gentle. her. My my best friend works uh, at Parkwood, so she like works with Beyonce, and like she oh, made a joke God. today. She's like, "Lol, I still haven't been able to look her in the eyes. She's too pretty." <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> freestyle i like lotto's freestyles because i think they're honest and mm-hmm. like you can really see her pin mm-hmm. and like i was like dang my girl's hurt like yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's really hurt bro that ugly but, ass nigga with the knife on his face are like, you for real he and i love 21 but like until a couple years ago how can a nigga like that hurt you Y'all, and, like, the crazy part is I love 21. Like, love oh, 21. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I always joke, like, that's my king. Because he posted that one picture with his veneers. With y'all, he, was a he was a little fine. I was defending him for a minute. And then I told my friend, I said, I had a visual of him from above. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was just like, I can't. My girl was real down bad. <laughs> the like, veneers, though? <laughs> the yeah, veneers, that was the moment. The that angle the moment. went crazy. The that angle, I was like. 
That yeah, was a moment. He had the, he had the, the gentle glow. What it was the gentle glow. Glow filter. <laughs> it was a moment. It was a moment. I'll admit it. was a moment. It. But, um, yeah, I thought that freestyle was good. Um, just, again, you can see her pin, like, come through, mm-hmm. this, um, through mm-hmm. the song. But um, that's all that. I That was the best freestyle, I think, out of between her and Lakia's yeah. uh, freestyle mm-hmm. that dropped. I think Lotto's was better. Yeah, I did, too. I um, I have to say. For the conceited remix, um, did it fall flat for you? <laughs> it did. You know what? You know what? I'm not gonna say it fell. It fell flat. Fell flat, flat. But it just, it could have given more. You know, mm-hmm. I was really just like so surprised. One, I love Maya the Don's verse. Um, Same. I can already see like the growth in her as an artist, even from like the first song, for, even from Telfy which just came out like a hot second ago. But I just think Lola Brooke was misused on this song. Like, I can barely hear her mm-hmm. over the beat. Like, the yeah. bass is so loud, I can't. She's so aggressive, and, like, she really needs a beat. that she She's like DMX. She needs mm-hmm. some Swiss beats. She needs some Swiss beats, like, production. Like, DMX, mm-hmm. and, like, rip through that shit. But this was not going to be it for her. Um, yeah. So I just, I wasn't. And I would have loved if Flo Millie had done a new verse. So. Same. I was yeah. going to say, I didn't hear a new verse from Flo Millie, and I didn't like Lola on there, but I thought Maya the Dawn did a good job. I thought yeah. the verse yeah. was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she what definitely you- carried that moment. I feel like, I agree. It didn't fall flat. I, mm-hmm. If I did not have it, I would not be upset. Fair. Like like you mm-hmm. said, I love yeah. Lola. I think she needed a more aggressive beat, because when I heard it, I was like, yeah. she needs, and this, the beat is kind of riding her a little bit. Yeah, and, that's it. Yes. But, but it wasn't even her fault. That's the no, thing. It, it just felt it misplaced. Like you said, it was just like, what? But I do think Maya the Don, I think that this was a good moment for her. I Very. do think that it was kind of like, okay, she had a nice feature. I love Very. this girl gang moment that we're having. Very. Like Very. It felt good, but mm-hmm. it was like, it felt like, okay, it's like a TikTok remix, and we move forward. Yeah, you know, you know, which I was like, I feel like that's a bit of a missed opportunity. But you know yeah. what? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say because Flamilia has been teasing this deluxe version of You Still Here Ho. So I'm hoping that we'll see what we were looking for in this song. Yeah, on the um, deluxe, on the deluxe. I think Flo version. deserves better. I think she Flo's does. promotion. I think, I think I don't want to like say like it's a team thing. I don't know, but I mm-hmm. just feel like she came out so strong in like. Yeah. Her- first album and it just feels like we haven't gotten the same momentum you know I feel Mm. like we've lost momentum and when they're trying to get it back it doesn't feel like the promotion is hidden like it needs to like she Mm. deserves a bigger moment than she's been given for sure I agree Mm. now I did now I'm not gonna lie I think that it doesn't translate to like support because when I tell Mm. you like everybody at that tour was singing rapping word for word like it was and and that bitch was packed wall to wall when she came out oh yeah flow militia goes up oh my god (laughs) here like we showed up okay but um i do agree i definitely agree with that Mm -hmm. um hopefully in 2023 she'll get that you know i think she's still trying to find it and she's young she's only like what 22 23 23 yeah 23 she has she has the time so I'm not feeling like, oh my God, it's running out. We're running out of time. Like she, she's gonna grow. She's gonna grow. Mm-hmm. She's here for a very long time. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but let's talk about our main topic now. Alicia, like I said, like I was getting to, um, but I rushed ahead. Um, Brianna said that um, th- 
this, like she had pitched to me that she had pitched to her this idea. So why don't you introduce? Yeah, you know, yeah. Tell us about it and where like it came, where you came from with it. Yeah, got you. Um, so I was just thinking about this idea of how I feel like there's so many like subcultures that are emerging of because of female rap. Like I think you there was kind of like this debate on Twitter and they were talking about like why does everything have to be aesthetic? There's an a soft girl aesthetic. There's mm-hmm. like a so what is it? The it was like a Barbie doll aesthetic. Like there's just all these different little like, like things. Like the, right, clean girl. Clean like girl. all these things. Which clean girl is a, a very white. Right, exactly. Definitely another instance where black and brown women have been doing this, but that's a whole other conversation. So it just feels like all of these different subcultures have been erupting of women. And I think when we really sit down and look at it, it comes from female rap. Because think about it, you had the city girls and Meg coming out around the same time. Yeah. And it was like you had your hot girls and you had yeah. your city girls. And yep. then from there, Sweetie started getting a lot of traction. Now you mm-hmm. got your icy girls and pretty bitch music is a thing. Yes. And even like people calling Glorilla a unisex rapper. Like, yeah. which I think there's a whole other nuance to that as well. But Child. even in her cut interview, she said that she tried to make her voice sound more feminine mm. in the beginning. And if you listen to her old music, she yeah. sounds very feminine. Like, I yeah. was like, this mm. is, who is this? Like, yeah. it does not sound like her at all. And then finally, like, people in the studio like, bro, be yourself. So I think even now, Glorilla is kind of opening up this new space for women that, you know, she prides herself. She's like, girl, I'm, I'm skinny, but I got a thick little booty. I got a little something <laughs> on, you know? Like, women are able to see themselves in rap in so many different ways. And so because of that, yeah. we just have all these different groups. So that's my little intro. That's my spill. I love But that. give me y'all's opinion that. on this. No. Yeah. Okay, Brie, why don't you go ahead? Uh, no, no, I think that's a great, great way of of saying it, like having like subgroups of all these different women. Like, I think that it was funny. I was talking to some of my friends um, yesterday about kind of just like womanhood in general mm-hmm. and like, what does it mean to be a woman? And it's like being able to have representations, especially within like rap or entertainment. Um, you look to these people like um, intentionally and unintentionally for like inspirations of how do you hold yourself and so um I think especially with like Meg the Stallion the city girls like having different shades of brown as well of like mm-hmm. women being represented this way I think is like I think it's amazing for young girls who didn't get to see themselves like I guess our age like or older who weren't able to have the same type of representation of different styles or ways of holding yourself or dressing that way so mm-hmm. I think it's great no, I totally agree. And I'm the kind of person who's like, I definitely, I, I've seen all these subcultures, but for me, it's like, I think the the age of like uh, information and all of this like uh, over connectedness that we feel has heightened it or made it feel much more like important and, and like relevant than it actually is. Because I'll be honest, a lot of this doesn't really feel like super new. You know what I mean? Like it feels like there was these, sort of similar ideas when we were young like teenage girls and there was a little bit more like pressure to like fit into one Mm -hmm. thing or another and I feel like that that this what we're experiencing with all these like subgroups of like you know different like either you're a city girl you're a hot girl you're an icy girl or whatever like it's just an extension of that it's just a more heightened version of that but I'm the kind of person who believes like if it brings you joy if it makes you happy to be a part of this, to identify as this, like I fully 
support that. And I support the way that, like, these women have been able to create, like, these fan bases and create these this imagery of, like, women of color, like you said, black women. And really, it's, it's, quite, it's really empowering, you know? Like, there are certain things about these certain aesthetics, like the soft girl aesthetic and, like, a uh, uh, clean girl aesthetic that I'm like, well, what's the what's the reason what's the reasoning behind this like what, what, what i mean i know aesthetic when we think of aesthetic it's just like okay this is the way that it looks uh but but when i think of like these subcultures that like women in hip-hop have created a lot of it i feel is based around empowering women and i really do mm-hmm. love that and i right. love that we like that they are leaning into that like even mm-hmm. like even more now. right um, right so I had I just like wrote down some like questions like we don't have to like talk too much about mm-hmm. that we can kind of just like talk very freely but I do want to know like how do you guys feel about like the soft girl aesthetic like what do we think about this because it's been very popular because of TikTok as of recent yeah I think it's so so I actually just I had to like write a brief on this uh, for one of the brands I was working with and we were just talking about how it feels. It feels weird because it just it feels like you're trying to attach your identity to like being a perfectionist almost and mm-hmm. kind of like having this idea that like I have it together because I do X, Y, and Z. And I think right. it's very whitewashed in the sense of like how you eat healthy, you know? And it's like, but eating healthy looks different for different cultures. It's a yeah. very kind of like plain avocado toast, a very green juice, mm-hmm. very... Mm-hmm. I don't, don't want to say bird wrong. diet, I love but green juice, but same, same. I got one in my fridge, but it's like a very like it kind of it attaches to like a lot of diet culture. It attaches yeah. to a lot of like mm-hmm. this. I don't know, just this interesting routine that I think is attached to a lot of privilege. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things where it's like you could have done all of these things and exist without this being a part of your identity or forming totally. into like a, a category. Like, you know, it, yeah. it just feels like this very, and I, I'm thinking more clean girl kind of like that, that reign of things of like, mm-hmm. when there's so many racial undertones to it too, with like the slick back hair. Like there was a, a Indian woman on TikTok and she was talking about like, I could not leave my home without my hair slicked back and mm-hmm. full of grease. And y'all call me greasy for it. Y'all call mm-hmm. me dirty for it. You Child, know, let's talk about it. Let's like little things it. like that, like the bare face and like the gold hoops, like the gold hoops are ghetto up until Barry. like two years ago. If we want to be real honest, right, Let's right. Talk like, about it. Let's talk there's about all it. these different things. So I think that to me is where I'm coming from in a sense of like, it just feels like it's playing to this idea of whiteness and what is right. As far as whiteness, you have to have this type of aesthetic and this type of routine and look like you are put together all the time in this right. way that just feels like. I don't know, it just feels like another way that it just, yeah, it feels like it's dated and it feels like theft, you know? It feels very like, oh my God, you're trying so hard. I'm exhausted, like, watching you. I feel very tired. I feel tired. And not to shit on people at all. I'm not, and that's not the thing either, because to be honest, my routine looks very similar. Brianna's probably laughing at me because she knows I do eat a bird diet and I am on a routine. <laughs> but again, it's like it, it just plays into this idea of perfectionism. Yeah, that I think it's just, yeah. right. Can be a little unhealthy. Yeah. Right. And I think, again, for it to be dated and like, I think just a way of folks um, associating, like, I guess, femininity in a way right mm-hmm. and like femininity looks different is on a spectrum Absolutely. so it's like it looks different for everyone else and so it's like to be um like pigeonholed I guess into a certain like criteria of like if you're outside of this box then it's like you're not really 
like fitting the status quo. Yeah. So. yeah. And on the subject, while we're on the topic of femininity, I want to mm-hmm. talk about Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, and, and, I always and, want to and, talk about her. Oh, absolutely. We all are kidding always, me. This is the place always. to do it. But I want to talk about this idea of like her, the way that, you know, people try and strip her of her femininity, you know, mm-hmm. and try and put her into this category, you know, this very mas- masculine category, even though I actually have never seen her wear a full pair of pants. Um, I don't actually. <laughs> Nails Absolutely. always did, makeup always be, hair always done, but they kind of like try and like place her into this category and make her masculine because of what she looks like. But you kind of never, ever, ever see them saying the same thing about like, say Taylor Swift, who's like mm-hmm. the same height as her, or even Beyonce, you know, mm-hmm. who's like who's a very similar shape. So like, mm-hmm. what is it about the female rap aesthetic? Of, of some of these women, of Megan Thee Stallion, who I'm not going to say is dark skin. I, won't, I would right. never say that. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely darker skin. But you never see that attached to Sweetie. You know what I mean? Like, nobody yeah. would ever call Sweetie masculine, even though Sweetie, Sweetie's, like, streetwear, right. eat, eating garbage, concoctions. Yeah. You know what I mean? But nobody ever attaches that masculine, um, that to her. Like, nobody ever thinks of her as a tomboy or as masculine. So what is it about like these darker skin like female rappers that their aesthetic is so attached to like masculinity? I think it's so interesting just to like I'll come back to like this just like back up to like the beginning part of your question. Like I feel like I Megan Thee Stallion was the first rapper that I actually identified with. Like to be very, very honest, she was the first rapper that I ever said, Yeah, I see myself in you. Yeah. Because that's a black girl from Texas who okay. is Five eight five nine. Who I'm also five not eight, five five nine on a good day. Really five eight. You know, and <laughs> you know who is very curvy and yeah. who has black features, like very like strong. Mm-hmm. Like she has a thicker nose. My family yeah. is known for a nose. Like she has brown skin. Like she talks like a Texas girl. Yeah. And I just saw myself. And I don't stand a lot of people, but Beyonce and Meg, to be honest. And it's because yeah. I see something of myself in them. So I think. That's why I will always go up for Meg because I'm like, this is the first person that I have ever seen myself in. And it's mm-hmm. the way that she has been attacked. I take it so like, I take it yeah, personally. people are going, yeah, yeah, I take it personally. Like people are going to shit on you for doing nothing. And it's even like, even me, I've been thicker my entire life. And I just now got to a point where my body is like, I'm like woman thick, you know, I'm like, oh, I like this. This is fun. But then it also sucks because you realize like, we're in this moment of like, oh, it's cool to be thick. Right. And so then it's like when somebody asks me, like, has anybody ever called you a stallion? It almost kind of feels like really like fetishizing and it feels weird yeah, and it just right. feels. Yeah, I see and that. so it's like even to to go back to your question, it's like the way that people talk about Meg feels exotic and not in like a, not in a good complimentary. Way. Yeah. It's problematic regardless, but not yeah. in a complimentary way. And it yeah. feels weird. Whereas, like, even though she's as natural as she can get, she's always been on her journey. She's always right, been right. open about her journey. Whereas you have somebody like Sweetie, like you said, where she eats trash. And, and you know she's had... Oh, my God. Baby, so her boobs work. are to her neck. They're I'm not like, going baby, anywhere. Please, They're not going you anywhere. Please, please. <laughs> Everything's okay. in place. 
everything is in place, but they don't question it because Never. she fits into their idea of what femininity should look like. She already right. has, she's biracial, you know, she exactly. is, you know, she's got the very fast, she got the baby hairs. We know that's yes. what Sweetie's known for. Like she's stacked. She's all these things and it just sucks. Cause it's like, y'all want real, but you really don't want real. You, you don't want real. Really don't want real. You, don't you want, want what's real. real in your head. You, you know, don't want real. you don't want real. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I was going to say in part to that as well, I think it's the confidence that comes with her being who she is. Yeah. Like she's unabout, unapologetically herself. Yeah. And you see that through her music, her interviews, mm-hmm. and people don't like that. No. Like people don't like that she's so comfortable with herself and like who she yeah. is as a, as a woman coming from Texas, from being sexually positive to like doing what she wants with these men. Like I think people also dislike that because she's so confident yeah. and like that's like especially you know, men right especially men oh they're God. like they hate her they really they do they hate, hate megan it's nuts hate they hate they her hate because her. they can't yeah they can't but you have know her what? i don't want to fuck party too did you see the way he was throwing her around you know Maybe. what i would be hating like too. a pinata like I a pinata god win god win <laughs> What do I have to do? Do I have to sell a kidney? I got an extra one. I, I, don't, it's I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't play You're like, what's the prayer? What's the prayer? What's the prayer? And y'all, I found out my granddaddy got three kidneys. So I'm finna ask him, Papa, I need Can one. I, just I have need one. one. As like, a sacrifice. That many. <laughs> it's, it's too much. I have. Every time I see party, I get sad. I'm like, God, Damn. please. You don't make them like this no more. Please. Damn. God. It's like, it's not even fair. His brother fine too. Like, it's Right. Um, what but what about? do you? Th- <laughs> but no. It, anyway, getting distracted by farting. No, yeah. but Mar- <laughs> no, but Mariah, what do you think about like Meg and like how she's like been able to like I guess her aesthetic in a sense be able to um, I guess disrupt somewhat of like I think it is disruptive. I think everything mm-hmm. that she's done since she came into the game. I think since the well, since she had a really breakout tape. Like, Tina Snow has been very disruptive in female rap. I don't care what they say about how all women rap about the same thing. She came out and she was just very, like, fun and, like, shaking her ass and, like, just running around and saying, you know, I'm uh, running through the mall. But she's always with somebody's daddy. She's like, always with somebody's daddy always. at somebody's a mall. And, like, but, but I think, so So for me, like, I know when, when somebody, like, they, they build you up. And then once you are who they, they've always thought you were, they want to break you down. And mm-hmm. so it really hurt me to see like her becoming this artist that we really would just have always wanted her to be. And be, like getting the kinds of, you know, accolades and the kind of respect and the kind of like career opportunities that we think she deserves only to have people tear her down, you know, mm-hmm. and liken her to a horse, liken her to a man when I don't think there's anything masculine. Yeah, I think and it she's really such like a disruptor. Absolutely. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 because yeah. you're right. You're right. Like, and- I just feel like she's such a disruptor in the category in the sense of, like, we really didn't have anybody... Honestly, I don't want to. This is very controversial. I don't want the Barb's to do too much. But like after Nikki, like we really okay. They don't listen to this. It's okay. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. We released a whole episode, and it was called "The Toxicity of Nicki Minaj's Legacy," and not one person came for us. And it's our most <laughs> it's our most listened to episode today. Oh yeah, the so, girls are like I agree. I so agree. nobody they don't listen to this. You can say whatever you want. 
deserve for because I love Nicholas the Ridiculous. I love her. I do. But Truly. as far as like people after her, like Meg really came as a disruptor yeah. with fun party music and something that the girls could really pop to. Because again, like she came up around the same time as City Girls. Yeah. At the end of the day, the City Girls is a fantasy. We're not scamming. At least I'm not. I'm terrified of jail. I'm, I'm so not terrified of jail. I'm, I'm not going to. Somebody s- said it. I'm so if I'm in court, it's in a Cardi B Bob, and I'm gonna be like, "This is a joke." I please, please, God, yes, don't, no, yes, I can't, I can't do, do it. it. So I feel like Meg was talking about shit that was like, "Yeah, fuck y'all niggas, you're right. Take me to the mall. I'm gonna be right. with your daddy. Fuck you." Like, right. take me to Grand Lux and Papa Do's. It's fake. Right. That's realistic. But- Quick, quick, full of bad bitches. We at Papa Do's. Are you kidding me? Come That's on. relatable as fuck. The text that we left. I said, oh, we're ordering on. the platter. I'm tapped in. Come so on. it just felt like, I don't know, Megan felt real. It felt like, yes, this is something that average girls. I was in college when Meg was getting And that's right. another thing, too. It was for that's women true. our age. And yes, that yes. was hard for the bards to hear. Like, like love that's Nikki, our peer. Love Nikki down. Like, hate her. But love her, like grew up with right. her. It's different because Meg is us. She's right. literally yeah. us. Nikki is not relatable. I'm so sorry. She's not mm-hmm. relatable. I watched I'm Meg's so- graduation. I was, I was, I was this place. I was going. Up. We have to do say on deck. What are you talking? Do say and driving the boat, driving the boat. Come on. Like, come on. I was in my what's my what's TSU's colors is maroon and something. I was yeah. tapped in. I that's was girl. She's us. Girl. She's us, yeah. and that's why it was so different. And that's why mm-hmm. I think like when we think because one of the, I think like really the last like question question that I had on here we can just talk whatever was like do you think there's like an archetype or like an aesthetic that is female rapper aesthetic. And when I think mm-hmm. of like female mm-hmm. rapper aesthetic, I think mm-hmm. of somebody who, yes, looks like Megan or looks like a sweetie, you know, yeah. a, like can sort of bounce between rapping like Nikki and rapping mm-hmm. like someone else. Like I I think I I I think people, and especially men, and especially men who are in the hip hop community, and especially men who are lovers of hip hop, would like to group all these women together. But to be honest, the only thing I think they have in common a lot of times is the music that they make. They're all so different. You know right. what I mean? Which is why these comparisons and these like fan battles and fights, it never makes sense to me. Mm. It never makes sense to me about like, ooh, yeah. like, because I don't think they all fit the same, you know, aesthetic. They don't fit into the same group. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like the aesthetic that they're like striving for is like a pretty woman who raps that they could sleep with. Yeah. Like that's what yeah. that's what people think it is. So it's like you got to be beautiful, but you also have to have the bars to back it up. And it's like, I think that's what most people, that's what comes to mind. But like we've been saying, I think it's great that we live in an era now where it's like, there are so many different types of flavors yeah. of like yeah. female rappers. And it, to your point, Mariah, like it, probably always existed this way True. but we have more True. exposure to folks who are like more into like the melodic rap or into yeah. like pop type of music yeah. and it's like we have exposure to this now that we pro- folks weren't privy to before and it's like yeah like there was we didn't grow up in the 90s we were born in the 90s we yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. what that heyday was like we grew up with 106 in park okay yeah we grew up with 106 in park and then the internet so mm-hmm. these these girls these girls that they're talking about all are the same aesthetic or all are the same archetype. These are our people. These are our peers. Yeah. Because they went through the same shit we did. You know? Right. And now yeah. they rap yeah. about it. 
Yeah. And even like what you were saying, like who would like actually fit into the actual like female rap aesthetic. I feel like the only girls that come to mind are the very um, problematic girlies who don't just say anything. Cast yeah. off, cast off, just be doing whatever. Cast off to me. She's on. She's what's on that show? Um, BMF. Yeah, is she is the female ESCG to me. She is like I watched the uh, <laughs> her that teaser that came out. I said, oh yeah, my bitch actually shoots. I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say her, Trina. Remy. <laughs> but yeah, Remy, Remy also, because don't nobody say shit about Remy Ma. They're like, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> she shot her friend in the stomach, okay, over a stack. Like, you really think she give a fuck about you? What? What? Imagine. Throw Remy in there in the category of real female rappers. Trina, <laughs> um, Missy. Yeah. yeah, I feel like those are the ones that to me fit. Like, if you want to say what is a female rapper aesthetic, I would say them, to be yeah. honest. And those, ironically, are the unproblematic girlies because they're not trying to fit and be in Into any category. Box, yeah. and, you know, it's not, there's no, I don't want to say a real social media influence, but like when yeah. Cash Doll posts, Cash Doll posts like her age. It's a very, like, my auntie is high. She's yeah. out, the baby is at home. Yeah. With all the girls. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she posts she like is. her auntie. She's herself. She, is. she definitely gives that. <laughs> Anytime you'll have me back, I will gladly come. <laughs> Hell yeah, you will come back. So, um, I love that. Well, if you well thank you for joining us. So thank you for so having me. I had so much you. fun. And if you made it all the way to the end of this episode, thank you so much for listening. Um, love and su- support and respect Black women. Alicia, where can they find you on social media if you are at all? Yes, you can find me on um, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Leisha Leash, L-I-C-I-A-L-E-E-S-H. And that'll be in the bio as well of this episode. So yeah, just check it out. And we'll see you guys next month or next episode. Happy Black History Month, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Where My Girls At, brought to you by Textured Air, a brand dedicated to celebrating Black girl culture, past, present, and future. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. It really helps. You can find us on Twitter at where my girls at two and Instagram where my girls at underscore th. Make sure you check out our other podcast. Does it hold up the blacklist and all the other content we offer on our website, texturedare.com. Until next time.